At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I am Brady Cannon along with Wes Reynolds. We are live from the South Point Hotel, Casino, and Spa on the tip of the strip in fabulous Las Vegas, Nevada on this 22nd day of June. We are 16 days away from the beginning of the NBA Finals, 23 days away from the beginning of the British Open. And guess what? Just 44 days away until we have our first NFL preseason game. But Wes, we are going to begin on the NBA playoff hardwood game two tonight between the Los Angeles Clippers and the Phoenix Suns in the Valley of the Sun, 6 p.m. Pacific tip, 9 p.m. Eastern. Phoenix, of course, leads the series one game to none. And your adjusted series price, Phoenix has moved to a minus 400 favorite in the best of seven. The Clippers on the take back are plus three. 310 uh, for the second straight game of the series. No Kawhi Leonard with the injured knee. No Chris Paul for the Suns still dealing with COVID protocol. But without either star in the game in game one, that was a fantastic contest. Back and forth all the way, even down to the final couple of minutes, it was uh, the game was still in the balance. Phoenix ends up winning 120 to 114. They get the victory and the cover as four-point favorites, and the game goes over the total of 219 and a half. Now, tonight, the prices were shifting a bit. According to game one's results, the Suns were favored by as high as six points. It's now down to four and a half. 
and the total has gone up. It was as high as 224 and a half when I last looked. Now at 223. Your thoughts, my friend. Yeah, we know Kawhi and Chris Paul, respectively, are going to miss. Looks like Marcus Morris is going to go. So I think that's a little bit of the move on the Clippers today. He did uh, go out with a knee issue, but it looks like he is going to play tonight. But just looking at this total, we're starting to see a little bit of movement, I think, back to the under. There's still some 223.5, including right here at the South Point. And that's the direction I think I'm going to go is the under here on this game because we really saw incredible shot making by both teams in in the first game. Clippers ended up making 23s. Phoenix only 13, but Phoenix, you can kind of really tell here, they're going to live, live a little bit more, at least while Chris Paul is out on the inside because the Clippers, Ty Lue is really kind of damned if he does and damned if he doesn't because we saw it a little bit. He put DeMarcus Cousins in the game in the second quarter and he gave them a lift offensively, but he was able to play Cousins against Dario Saric when DeAndre Ayton went out of the game. But when Ayton comes back in, Cousins becomes a liability defensively, as does Zubac, uh, who they had to play and they played him a little bit more in the second half and I think the minutes for Zubach are going to go up in this series played 18 minutes and look in some of those latter games in that jazz series he was playing six eight ten minutes so you got to have some kind of big in there just to keep DeAndre Ayton honest but there are going to be times where it's kind of going to be like you know what we got to let him get his and we got to play that small lineup that we've had so much success with and since game three basically of that Dallas series so you know it's kind of like okay do I let the big fella eat down low and then go ahead and shut down this perimeter game. And maybe that's what Ty Lue, I think, is going to veer on that side of doing. And just on the basis of that shot making we saw in the first game, I'm more prone to be on the under here. You're starting to see it get bet down. Uh, bet MGM, I believe, is the low in the market right now at 222 and a half, also Circus Sports. So there's still some 223 and a halves out there. I think it's going to go under. It's going to get bet a little bit more. So I would go ahead and grab that now. Did you do anything at all with this series prior to game one? I did not uh, because I wanted to wait kind of to see how this was going to play out because you have so many variables now. Mm-hmm. You always have these variables in these series that are pretty evenly matched at least on paper but with Chris Paul out look he's the straw that stirs the drink in terms of generating the offense and I usually think when he's in there he slows the pace so that begs the question okay why are you taking the under here it's really (laughs) just more of a regression of that shooting I think but Chris Paul, you know, I think he kind of keeps them, and you saw that in the Lakers series. Now, part of that was that the Lakers' offense had really been lacking, and then, of course, when AD went out, they really struggled offensively, but they had been good defensively all season, so that Suns-Lakers series was more of an under-series, and then you saw the Suns-Nuggets series be more of an over-series, so when, when you look at that, that's why I didn't get involved in the series, because I felt with Kawhi that the Clippers at least were going to have a chance. You can never totally replace him but they had a chance at least because they have depth and they have plenty of different wing players that they can substitute at least a little bit but the Chris Paul loss I wasn't sure what that was going to be for Phoenix because campaign's a good backup point guard but he is a backup point guard and Chris Paul has obviously been the difference from taking a team that just missed the playoffs last season to be in the number two seed in the Western Conference so they they were able to get by without him at least for the first game but long term I don't know if that's necessary that's not really necessarily good for Phoenix in this spot so I didn't do anything yet on the series price but I I gotta think that a lot of people are looking at this series right now at over three dollars now 
that that they might want to grab the Clippers. It was a little bit different than that Jazz series where I grabbed it at 180 after game one because obviously you don't have Kawhi Leonard now for the rest of the season. But $3, I think, is pretty high. I think Phoenix is the better team, but who knows how long Chris Paul is going to be out. So that's what's kind of kept me away from really getting involved in a series price perspective. Well, you can also look at the market to predict the exact series result. And if you think, you know, Kawhi Leonard uh, is not coming back and maybe Chris Paul is coming back for game three, game four, what have you. You've got the Suns to sweep this four games to none at plus 350. The Suns to win in five games is the favorite at plus 250. Suns in six is plus 350. That's the same price as a sweep. And the Suns in seven games is plus 500. Now the Clippers are at very high prices to win this series at all. Uh, Turn this thing around and win four games in a row is 28 to one. In six is 10 to one. And the Clippers in seven is plus 750 is this a market where anything looks attractive to you if I were playing the Clippers I would probably rather play this exact margin or correct score of series the proper terminology rather than necessarily taking the three over three dollars even though that looks attractive on paper I would probably rather because I think if the Clippers are going to win this series it's going to go the distance Mm -hmm. I don't think that they're all of a sudden going to rip off four in a row and then all of a sudden get to the NBA finals with the 4-1 win over Phoenix or even a 4-2 4-2 wins, so that's probably where I would be looking if I'm betting the Clippers is say, okay, they're going to get it in seven games instead of just taking this three dollars because we saw the Clippers did go down 2-0, mm-hmm. and they've been down they've been down 2-0 a couple times now in, in these playoffs, especially in that first series against Dallas. So it's not impossible that that happens. So I would want to wait and maybe take the exact score instead of getting the series price because if they lose tonight, you're clearly going to get better. So you bet the Phoenix Suns on the money line tonight because down 2-0 is exactly where Los Angeles wants to be, right? <laughs> so they're gonna, they're gonna, it sure seems they're that gonna way. take in this game here, but this is another good one, too. You're not necessarily betting on either team to win the series, but total games played in the series, under or over, four and a half games, the over that, over four and a half games played is a heavy favorite. That's minus 450. Basically, that's anything but a sweep there. Under is plus 350, which is the same price as the Suns in a sweep. Over five and a half games, minus 120. That's your favorite right there. So Suns and six, again, the favorite here. Under five and a half games is even money. Over six and a half games, plus 275. The under at minus 350. This is pretty interesting, Wes. Under six and a half games, minus 350. Mm -hmm. That seems reasonable. Over five and a half games, minus one twenty. I, I don't know. I mean, I, this could be. This could very well be a five game series. Yeah, and and look, I think that the Clippers are at least going to get one. Mm-hmm, they're I agree. at least getting one here because they're going to shoot well enough, and they're going to have one of those game six. Per, yeah, those game six performances against Utah, where Terrence Mann goes for thirty nine, where one of these contributors is going to go off, where Paul George is going to give you what he gives you, and then one of these kind of uh, second unit players, or maybe even one of the starters like a Morris or like a Batum is going to give you perhaps a big offensive game. So they're at least getting one, maybe two. I don't necessarily, now I was talking about from a value standpoint, if I were taking the Clippers, I would take them in seven. That being said, I don't think that this is going to go seven games. I'm just looking just from a value standpoint instead of, you know, taking a number here where it's a little over three to one. I would rather take that Clippers in seven in terms of the exact score. But ultimately, 
I think this is probably going five or six. How about the top series point score? Is this a market where you think you can find an edge here? Devin Booker, clearly the favorite at minus 185. Paul George at plus 150. Booker, of course, off that triple-double in which he had 40 points in game one. Reggie Jackson at 100-1. to one. Chris Paul, we don't know when he'll be back. He's at 500-1. to one. DeAndre Ayton at plus, or excuse me, at 250-1. to one. Terrence Mann at 500-1. to one. Pretty much comes down to Booker or George, and does mm-hmm. that price look cheap enough for you on Booker? Yeah, Devin Booker did have 40, because I assume this is uh, incorporating, obviously, the entire game, games of what we've seen. So we've already seen Devin Booker post 40 points, Paul George with 34, and that's why there's such a big gap with those prices. So I want to say, okay, let's take a shot a little bit down the board, but I don't necessarily see it uh, with DeAndre Ayton. If you're going to play DeAndre Ayton, who I think is going to post big numbers in this series, you might as well look at the prop market just on a game-to-game basis. Mm -hmm. You might as well go over points or go over rebounds or points plus rebounds, however however way you slice it in terms of the props. That would be the way I would attack DeAndre Ayton rather than taking that bomb here at 250 to 1 because, as I mentioned, they just have no answer for DeAndre Ayton. This is the series now where the Clippers really miss Serge Ibaka. Mm -hmm. And having him out for the rest of the season, you can't have Cousins on the court at the same time as Booker and Aiton because Boogie Cousins, quite frankly, is not mobile uh, like he used to be when he was a younger player in this league. Uh, but Cousins will give you something offensively because he has the advantage against uh, Saric when they both teams really go primarily to the second units like in the second quarter and even early in the fourth quarter. So DeAndre Ayton is going to post those big numbers, but I would rather attack him from a prop standpoint. And we will look at those NBA player props later in the program, of course, for Game 1 in the Eastern Conference Finals and Game 2 in the Western Conference Finals. And speaking of those Eastern Conference Finals, on Wednesday night, it's Game 1 between a couple of teams we might not have expected in the final semifinal here in the Eastern Conference, the Atlanta Hawks and the Milwaukee Bucks, and the Milwaukee Bucks on their home court for Game Game one on Wednesday, currently a seven-point favorite with a total of 226.5. Your series price surprised me a little bit, uh, Wes. Milwaukee at minus 500. I thought that was pretty expensive. Atlanta on the take back at plus 375. Yeah, Atlanta very much being discounted here. I know Charles Barkley has already come out and said, okay, the Bucks are going to sweep because now it's all there for the Bucks. Now this is their chance because they've really stubbed their toe and haven't been able to get out of the East as the one seed the last couple years. Now they have Atlanta who they're a big favorite against that weren't expected to be here. Brooklyn's gone. Philadelphia's gone. All these teams, Boston obviously disappointed this year. So all these contenders are gone. And here comes the young upstart Atlanta Hawks all of a sudden. So it's like it's all set for Milwaukee to kind of have this coronation and finally get to the NBA Finals again. But not so sure it's going to be that easy. And and you're seeing a really inflated price here in game one. Even starting to see some seven and a half show at a couple places. It's by and large seven throughout the market, painted across the screen here. But seven and a half, that would get me interested on the Atlanta Hawks. Because I think the Atlanta Hawks, they take this approach kind of like, we're playing with house money. Oh, yeah. It's almost like they're the Montreal Canadiens of this year's NBA playoffs. I was just going like, to say, it's very much like the Knights and the Canadiens, yes. right? And, yes. uh, and the Atlanta Hawks are the Rodney Dangerfield. Exactly. And they should be getting some respect because everybody in the aftermath of that game seven, where obviously Philadelphia blew it yet again, everybody was 
kind of pointing to, okay, Ben Simmons and Doc Rivers and Embiid and, you know, really more negative on Philadelphia than they were positive on the Atlanta Hawks. And maybe that's good for Nate McMillan and his Hawks to kind of be a little bit under the radar here Mm -hmm. where it's like, okay, don't respect us. We're just going to do what we do and we're just going to go play ball and show up every night. And they've been getting good results and taking that approach so far. And I think seven and a half, when you're getting to that, I think that that is a very key number in the NBA. When you're getting to seven and a half, I think that's a little bit rich. But this whole thing, Milwaukee, now I think they are going to win the series, but this whole foregone conclusion business, (laughs) I think is nonsense. I think Atlanta absolutely is very live. I know I was talking with Gil on a numbers game yesterday, and I told him that. I said, I think Atlanta is absolutely live in this series. Am I going to bet them necessarily? No. But here in this first game, because I wonder if if Milwaukee, if it's kind of like the urgency, not saying they won't have urgency, but you know what I'm saying, Brady, or where I'm going here, kind of like, okay, we've slayed our dragons, oh, you know, yeah, the Nets are done, the 76ers are done, the Celtics weren't a, weren't a player like we thought they were going to be before the start of the season. So now it's like we got the Atlanta Hawks. We should just lay over these guys. So, you know, Atlanta is where I'd be looking at at seven and a half and perhaps even a little bit of a split with Atlanta first quarter, Atlanta full uh, first half. So first quarter for Atlanta, you're seeing two and a half. You may be able to get three tomorrow if Milwaukee continues to get the money. But four, four and a half in the first half, I think is absolutely worth it on the Hawks. It's absolutely similar to what we saw with the Vegas Golden Knights getting past their rival, the Colorado Avalanche who were, you know, the president's trophy winner in the NHL this year. And here they're having a little bit of a struggle with the Montreal Canadiens, who they were priced similarly to the Milwaukee Bucks to win this series. And here they are in a 2-2 tie with the Canadiens. We'll talk about that game a little bit later on the program. But if you think the Bucks are going to win the series, I mean... Bucks win in six is plus 350. If you think the Hawks can get a couple games, that's not a bad price. Yeah, that'd probably be the way I would play it if I were wanting to bet the Bucks and not lay the big minus price. I'd go exact margin here. I know five games is obviously the short price, but maybe take a little bit more at seven to two at four to two. All right, we'll come back and talk hockey. Of course, we reference the Vegas Golden Knights and a big game five on Tuesday night, or excuse me, on Monday night between the Tampa Bay Lightning and the New York Islanders. We'll talk about that one as well. Game six coming up back on Long Island. It's the Lombardi line right here on VSIN. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now wherever you listen.
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Basketball, hockey, and baseball games every week. It's time to get into BetMGM Sports Nevada, the premier sports betting app. BetMGM has all your favorite wagering options along with in-game betting, boosted odds, specials, and much more. Download the BetMGM app today and stop by any MGM casino on the Strip with your state-issued ID to open an account and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM's state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM gm.com for terms and conditions must be 21 years of age or older and physically located in nevada please gamble responsibly if you have a problem call 1-800-522-4700 welcome back into the lombardi line brady cannon and wes reynolds with you and it was the defending champion tampa bay lightning taking care of business on home ice on monday night in a big way eight to nothing your final over the new york islanders to take a 3-2 series lead and now your adjusted series price west tampa bay a big favorite at minus 170 the take back on the islanders at plus 500 what did you make of monday night's uh, shutout by the lightning and does it mean anything to you as a better going forward well i don't know if i thought it was going to be this lopsided but you kind of had a feeling that there was at least going to be one game in this series where tampa bay's offense was really going to show up uh, because it's you just can't shut them down every single game over a seven game series period so you know we, we talked about how potent they are in terms of offense. We talk about how good they are on the power play, even though the Islanders, for the most part in this series, has kept it relatively at bay. But Tampa Bay got six power play opportunities and three power play goals. You can't go into the box against these guys because once they get that power play going, oftentimes the offense follows. It's like when you hit your first couple shots. And then once you see him go in, you've got that confidence that you can pretty much do anything. And that's pretty much what you saw with Tampa Bay last night. 42 shots to 21. You don't even really have to go into the advanced metrics here to realize that this was a lopsided game. The score tells you that all along, but you could still go a little bit inside the numbers. You just had a feeling maybe Tampa Bay was going to get off the schneid at least one game offensively. Now, what you have to be a little bit careful of doing is necessarily overreacting in terms of of 
okay, you know, we're going to see this price get out of control here for game six back on Long Island where it's going to get inflated. So I think if you probably like the Islanders, you would want to wait a little bit right now. You don't want to necessarily bet it right away. Wait till tomorrow on game night when the game is going to be played before you get involved. Looking at the series price, I'm seeing – you know, minus $7 on Tampa Bay, and they probably win the series. I would think maybe 5-1 to one would be worth taking a shot, though, with the Islanders mm-hmm, here if you sure. don't if you don't necessarily want to bet game six. Now, of course, that means you got you got to win two games here, but that's still a big price against an Islanders team that has been very good at home. I will be looking to bet the Islanders in game six, but I want to see how, pri- how high this price is going to go. Well, I think you bring up a great point, and you see an 8 to nothing hockey score like that. That, I mean, that affects that, people's mindset. Sure, and that's that, about as lopsided as we see, right? Mm-hmm. And it opened minus 145. It's all the way up to minus 165 here at BetMGM. Consensus price about minus 155. Your total is five, and that is juice to the over. you got to lay minus 130 if you're going to go over the five goals there. But I'm with you. I mean, why can't the Islanders win on home ice, which they have done once already in this series? We know about the atmosphere at the Nassau Coliseum. And I... You know, you got to time it right, like mm-hmm. you always have to do in the market. But I'm with you. You might see 170 minus 175 pop on Tampa Bay. Right. And you don't want to get necessarily paralyzed by the analytics, but the analytics and even the advanced stats would kind of tell you that the Islanders by and large have been pretty even with Tampa yeah. Bay. Now, taking account that last game, because now that's going to skew the results uh, quite quite substantially. But, Which again, I think sets up a yeah. good spot here for New York. Yeah, because I mean, if you looked at the high danger chances that we talk about or expected goals or five on five, a lot of those stats were pretty even going into that game five. So now because it gets a little more lopsided just wait a little bit on the islanders because you'll probably have a lot of tampa bay parlays here's one for you too wes if you think you know we're kind of making a case for a nice price in game six with the new york islanders and you and i i think both lean towards tampa bay here to win the series well how about the lightning in seven games you can get plus 250 that would be probably the way I would play it. I certainly wouldn't be laying that series price, and that means you're counting on the Islanders to win game six. So that would be the price I would be looking at. And, I mean, maybe you can try to do that. You know, okay, we'll just parlay it from game to game. Well, we've talked about that. Very few people bet that way. So, yeah, you're probably getting a little bit cheated on some of these prices, but that certainly at least is a likely outcome. All right, more NHL action tonight right here in fabulous Las Vegas. We'll talk about the Golden Knights and the Montreal Canadiens coming up next on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. The 
NHL and NBA playoffs are here, and our experts are covering every angle to find betting edges. VEASAN hockey expert Andy McNeil's tracking all the NHL action, and our senior NBA analyst Jonathan Von Tobel has all the hoops in sights. Our experts and the entire VEASAN team give you all the tools to make the most of every bet on the playoffs, including odds and analysis for every game at vcin.com. And our daily members-only best bet emails as well. Now's the time to cash in on the playoffs. Sign up for a 10-day free trial at vcin.com slash subscribe. More Stanley Cup playoff hockey on the ice right here inside the Fortress and fabulous Las Vegas. Of course, that is T-Mobile Arena, where the Vegas Golden Knights will host the Montreal Canadiens after a thrilling win in overtime on Sunday. It'll be game five here tonight with the series tied at two games apiece. And Vegas West has been made a big favorite. Minus 255 on the money line and five is your total. And then like game six between the Islanders and Tampa Bay, this total's also juiced heavily to the over at minus 135. Numbers, guys, I think are coming in on Montreal. This has actually dropped a little bit. So, And I can kind of see why, because if you look at game four up there in the Bell Center, VGK probably, if you look at the numbers, basically stole that game. I thought Robin Leonard was actually very good. It was not Robin Leonard's fault that that they were in that position. I actually thought he held up very well when a lot of people didn't think that he was going to. He absolutely stepped up when they needed to. But if you look at game four, I believe, and I got I to gotta recheck those numbers, uh, the Vegas Golden Knights did not have one even-strength high-danger chance in it, the entire 60 minutes of regulation. Well, they were getting outshot by a lot. Yeah, too. the two that they had actually were in overtime. And they finally got that goal, of course, a 2-1 a winner. So uh, you look at the numbers just basically through, throughout the playoffs here in terms of high danger chances, five on five. Now, a lot of that is predicated on game four that I just mentioned that made it more lopsided. Montreal 50, Vegas Golden Knights 34. High danger goals in the five on five. Montreal five, Vegas Golden Knights three. Expected goals in the five on five, and that's even strength per game. 2.26 for Montreal, 1.98 for the Vegas Golden Knights. Neither team's power play has really been that great, but Montreal one for six. Vegas Golden Knights yet to muster a power play goal through four games at 0 for 11. So it's like the numbers are telling you to take Montreal, but I'm going to wait for this to get driven a little bit lower because I think that's always a little bit of the temptation for betters. Like, and you can see it and you can really use it in other sports too, like in football where it's like, oh, I should have had that cover, but they just got unlucky. So you want to play them the next game. <laughs> yeah. And then oftentimes you kind of chase that result. You kind of chase your own initial handicap and then you lose the next game so you know be a little careful doing that I know why the numbers guys are taking Montreal here because that was a big price it's now down to plus 205 at BetMGM you're probably going to get this under two dollars I would think but I'm not going to lay in such a tight series I'm not going to lay 250 or anything like that and I don't usually like to do puck lines Brady but this might be a spot where you where you can do it here and just wait and see if Montreal continues to get some money here because right now I think it's minus one and a half plus 115 at BetMGM, but I'm seeing some 125s in the market. So this might be the one I would do or some books now mostly like far away places 
are going to leave you with the minus one where you could uh, basically, you know, lay the Knights minus a goal to take that one and a half out of play. Now, when you do that, you still lay substantial juice. I haven't looked this morning, but just in the math in my head, it'd be about minus one, minus 170 or minus one, 175. So that could be a way to do it. Or you may have the option of betting the Vegas Golden Knights in regulation. That's usually the technical way that they write it out is like minus a half a goal and then whatever the minus price is in terms of winning in regulation. Now, if it goes overtime and you win, obviously your bet is a loser because you didn't win it in regulation. So that would be the way I would approach it. But I'm getting tempted by this puck line here because I think this is VGK kind of like, okay, fellas, we got away with one. We, we should have absolutely got beat, our butts beat on Sunday, and we didn't. So now let's go out and force the action immediately and not mess around with these guys, not screw around and try to put these guys away where they're going to have to force the action because that's what you saw in game one where VGK, even though they were a little sluggish in the first 10 minutes, they did have a 1-0 lead after 10 minutes. So what did that do? That forced Montreal to kind of have to put the pressure on and really push the pace a little bit. And yet Montreal in that game still got outshot. So you want to make these guys chase because when these guys have leads, they are very good at protecting leads. They have very good defenders with Shea Weber and with Petrie and really the whole defensive lines that they employ up there in Montreal. They're good protecting leads, and they'll go into that shell and they'll absorb that pressure of another team just trying to really generate some offense. But when they're down a little bit, they're a team that has, I think, some trouble playing catch-ups here. here. So I do like the Golden Knights tonight. The adjusted series price is Vegas minus 275 to win the best of seven. Montreal at plus 220, the exact score of the series. Knights and six is the favorite. That means they have to win two games in a row. That's at plus 125. Golden Knights and seven at plus 190. Canadiens winning the next two games in a row. Canadiens and six would be six to one in this market. Market, and then Canadians and seven is plus 450. I thought Pete DeBoer has done a great job coaching, I think, mm-hmm. throughout the playoffs and the moves he's made with the goaltenders. And, you know, I said it before they got into this semifinal with Montreal. You've got to rest Flurry at yeah. some point because yeah. he's looking at possibly another 14 games. He chose to do it in game four. They get away with the victory there. Now people are asking, are they going to put Leonard back in goal again for game five? I don't think so at all. It was to give Flurry a rest both physically and mentally after that brutal error that he made in game uh, in game three. So I think Flurry's back between the pipes tonight. And, uh, you know, th- this is a non-issue. Well, one of the things that was good, I think, for the Vegas Golden Knights, despite the fact not only getting the win, even when they got outplayed, one of the good things for VGK is to get Robin Leonard a win here in the playoffs. We remember that series when they came off that tough seven-game series against Minnesota in the first round. And then they have to go play Colorado on the road. And Colorado was obviously very well-rested. They had swept the St. Louis Blues. So it's like poor Robin Leonard was basically like the sacrificial lamb out there because you had a Colorado team that was ready to go and you had a Vegas team that was absolutely running on fumes with not much time off from a game seven to a game one there in the next series against basically your arch rival. And then you saw the end result. It was seven to one. So at least I think they got some confidence with Robin Leonard to say, if we need him in case of emergency break open glass, if we need him, we at least have some more confidence in him. So I thought that that did a lot for VGK in terms of their psyche. 
Yeah, and he's obviously an excellent goalkeeper. They originally brought him in to replace Flurry. Flurry looked like he was starting to decline a little bit. So this guy is not chopped liver. He did a great job, as you mentioned, in game four. And I believe it'll be Flurry back between the pipes for the Vegas Golden, to, uh, Golden Knights tonight at T-Mobile Arena. Next up, we talk with Will Hill as he checks in, as he always does on Tuesdays, right here on the Lombardi Line. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Discover BetMGM, the king of sports books. Sign up today and win $100 if you place a $1 wager on any NBA playoff game and either team hits a three-pointer, regardless of your bet's outcome. Simply use the bonus code VSIN100 when you place your first bet. Enjoy the playoffs more than ever with BetMGM. It's a new customer offer paid in free bets. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager. Colorado, Indiana, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Nevada, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, Washington, D.C. 
D.C. or West Virginia only. If you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700 in Colorado, Nevada, Virginia, and Washington, D.C. 1-800-270-7117 in Michigan. 1-800-GAMBLER in New Jersey, Pennsylvania, and West Virginia. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. In Tennessee, 800-889-9789 and 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana. The promotional offer is not available in Nevada. Welcome back to the Lombardi line. It's time to join our friend Will Hill. He checks in on Tuesdays, as he always does, as a part of the Lombardi line team. You can follow him on Twitter at NotTheWillHill. Will, welcome to the program. It was a week ago that we were discussing and having some concern about your pick for Matthew Wolf to win the United States Open Championship at Torrey Pines. But I tell you, it turned out to be a pretty darn good call by you. After a two-month hiatus, this guy showed up in really classy form down in sunny San Diego. And uh, I tell you what, you had a chance for a long time with Mr. Wolf until Sunday. He came a little unraveled. Of course he did. I mean, you guys should have talked me out of it. I asked Wes before the, the final round, does he still have a chance? And it's nice to see that VEASAN doesn't drug test because Wes said he still has a chance. So um, <laughs> my, my ticket on the – my ticket on the – yeah, no, he did. My, we, I mean, we know how it goes with Wolf. I had him first-round leader too and eight birdies on, on Thursday. And oh, man. Not worth anything apparently because what a wild ride that was. Uh, but, hey, he keeps swinging. It was worth a shot. I, you know, I, I guess I saw something there and – I'll have him break my heart again, I'm sure, in the near future. Well, it was a good shot. Hats off to you, my friend. Paired with John Rahm on Sunday, he shot a 74, ended up finishing tied for 15th. Let's go to the hardwood. I know this is your passion. We've got uh, game two tonight in Phoenix between the Suns and the Clippers. Where are you going here, Will? I like the Suns. Uh, when the Clippers were down 2-0 to Utah, when they were down 2-0 to the Mavs, I did not jump off them. I actually bet them. I thought they were still very live. I thought they had a really good chance to get in the series. Uh, down 1-0 here. I'm more down on them than I was down 2-0 in the other series. I, I think it's quick to say they're dead, but I think if they lose tonight, this could be a very short series. I just think without Kawhi, um, you know, who was really the big in their small ball lineup, that was, that was kind of why I liked them against Utah. That small ball lineup w was really important for them. And, and Kawhi was their big, and Marcus Morris was really important. I don't know if we've got an official word on him playing, but you're just running out of guns here with, with this small ball lineup. You're playing a lot of Cousins minutes, a lot of Zubach minutes. Uh, and if you remember, too, Abaka's out. He's kind of a forgotten guy here, but he was a Swiss Army knife. He could defend the rim, defend the three-point line. I just think the Suns are good. I think they're home. They're deep. They defend a lot better, especially along the perimeter as opposed to Utah. Um, you know, Gobert you know, could catch lobs, could catch dunks. But other than that, he didn't really have much of a game on offense. Aiton is a little more um, versatile offensively. So I just think this Phoenix team is good. I think they win tonight. And, you know, I picked it Suns in seven. I don't know when Kawhi's coming back, if he's coming back, what version of him we'll get. I, I might be wrong on that. We might get a shorter series than a longer series here. And, you know, I don't know if we're going to talk about the Bucks and Hawks, but we could look, you look at these scenarios here, like uh, with it was with the Cavs and the Warriors when, you know, I think it was 2015 and then 2017 when they both won 4-0 in the conference finals. And then we had a long layoff. Uh, it was 4-1 in 4-0 in, in, in 2017. We had a long layoff to the NBA Finals, which don't start until July 8th. I just think we could be looking at a, a couple of short series here in the Conference Finals. Will, what do you make of the total here? Because kind of what we saw on Sunday, and that's why I didn't really bet game one. I didn't know how it was going to play out. DeMarcus Cousins did give the Clippers a boost, I think, offensively when they put him in in the second quarter. But that was against Sarich and the second unit. But when you leave him in the game, his lack of mobility is obviously exploited and he cannot guard DeAndre Ayton. Really, Zubach, probably your only chance. And really, what we've seen out of Zubach so far in these playoffs, 
he gets lost in the pick and roll and against the uh, and against uh, Phoenix that's going to be deadly especially when Chris Paul comes back but total was 224 now 223 and a half in some markets here tonight what do you make of this do you still think it stays a high scoring game or maybe we get the Clippers saying okay we're not going to be able to just go up and down the floor with these guys Probably going to pass on it. If I were to lean, I would lean towards the under just because I'm assuming the Clippers hot shooting is going to turn, turn, you know, regress at some point. I mean, they've just shot the laps out going back, you know, game five, game six against Utah. That second half was one of the more remarkable things I've ever seen in a basketball game, any sporting event. That turnaround is just, just stunning. And then they shot, I think, 20 of 47 from three the other night. And that's with a lot of misses down the stretch. So this is a really hot shooting team for the Clippers. I think it's going to regress to the mean eventually. So I would lean uh, under, if anything. And, Will, let's go to tomorrow's game real quick. I don't know if you necessarily have a bet on it yet, but we do have game one, Atlanta against Milwaukee. Bucks seven-point favorites now starting to see some seven-and-a-halves, and they're a big series price favorite because now it's all of a sudden have the Bucks slayed their dragon here a little bit, and now you get the Hawks. But it seems like the Hawks at least are playing with some house money here. Now this series price at some spots is even as high as $4. Uh, what do you make of this in terms of the series? And do you think this line is a little inflated in game one? No, I think it's right there. I think that it's pretty accurate. I took bucks in four plus 500. I just mm. think this is going to be a short series, but Hey, what do I know? I had six or 12 to one to win the East. I'm still trying to figure out with Trey young going five for 23 with Bogdanovich limping around how the Sixers couldn't get that game. And that's one that uh, makes you really look in the mirror. If you're the Sixers, I just think the Hawks, yeah, they're playing with house money, but they're beat up. I mean, remember no cam reddish, no Hunter, now Bogdanovich limping around. I I think you put it well. I think the Bucks got the monkey off their back. And look, part, part of life is luck. And you get the Nets where Harden gets hurt a minute into the series. Irving rolls his ankle. Now you turn around. I mean, you basically, this is insulting to say, but they basically have a buy into the finals. Maybe the Hawks win a game and maybe it goes five. But I'm I'm going to you know, toss up here between going four, going five. I'll take the, the Bucks in four at, at a juicier number. I think Bucks in five is plus 200. Bucks in four is plus 500. I think it would have been a flat spot going to Philly after that emotional series versus the Nets. That might have been, been a tricky spot for the Bucks, but I think being at home, that crowd is just going to be so crazy that I don't think they'll allow the Bucks to be flat. I think they'll come out fired up. Uh, I think some of these guys will shoot the ball better, because especially Holiday, because they're not going to be as exhausted guarding on the other end, dealing with Durant, uh, dealing with all the net shooters. So maybe a little more relaxing series for the Bucks shooters. Maybe they can get some more rest. They don't have to play as many minutes. I, I think this is the Bucks series, clearly. All right, well, let's go to the Diamonds in Southern California for the Los Angeles Angels hosting the San Francisco Giants. And really, as of late, a couple of the hotter teams in all of baseball. The Angels are a slight favorite here. It'll be Heaney hosting DeScalfani and about minus 130 in favor of the Halos. Which way are you going here? I like the Giants. I mean, this is the Rodney Dangerfield of baseball. They just get no respect. They're still an underdog here. I don't res I, I don't understand it. Uh, D. Scalfani, I mean, there's a lot of good pitchers in the National League. It'll be hard to make the All-Star team, but he's got a shot. I mean, that was a great one-year flyer they took on him. This is a really good offense. Uh, Little Yaz has given them a boost since he's come back. This is just a money machine. I mean, they've been maybe the most profitable team in baseball. Taking them as an underdog, to, to me, is the way to play it. The Angels have beaten up on a soft schedule. Still no trout. Uh, Rendon hasn't played great. I mean, Otani's been, I believe, the MVP. But I'm going to take the Giants here. Just, just an underrated team. I don't think the market's caught up to how good this team is. 
Will all of a sudden the Yankees uh, were kind of worrying about him, like, okay, what's going on with the Yankees? What's going on with the Yankees? And we know that they don't lead the AL East, but now just four and a half back of the division-leading Boston Red Sox as Tampa Bay kind of hit the skids on the West Coast, got swept by the Seattle Mariners. So now Yankees all of a sudden showing a little bit of life. They do get Kansas City tonight, really one of the few bright spots for Kansas City this year, six games under 500, has been Brady Singer. But looks like you think the Yankees are going to keep their winning ways continuing with Garrett Cole on the mound. Yeah, I don't think I've laid a run and a half with the home team all year. This is going to be the first time. I'm just gonna, I'm very confident they're going to win the game. I'll take my chance. If they lose by a run and they beat me that way, I'll live with it. I just think, like you said, the Yankees, this is their time to make the move. Tampa hasn't played well. Boston's going to come back to the pack. Their pitching isn't great. Uh, some of these hitters are starting to hit the ball. If you look at the exit velocities with LeMahieu, some of these guys, since they've cracked down on the substance on the baseballs, have started to hit. And if you just look at the names on the uniforms, these guys on the Yankees are going to hit. And, and, you know, they haven't all year, but I think it's starting to turn around for them. Uh, the Royals have played really badly. I think their best player is Mondesi, who's had an interesting year. I mean, he's played in 10 games. He's hit four home runs, and he's been on the IL three times now. So not a great sign if you're the Royals. Uh, I'm going to take the Yankees. I'll lay the run in a half here. And, Will, you also like, I believe, the first five under. And I kind of see where you're going a little bit here because if Aaron Boone goes ahead and keeps the usual lineup that he usually uses with Garrett Cole, then Higgy is going to be the catcher and not Gary Sanchez, who all of a sudden, you know, Gary Sanchez never really hits for average, does give you some pop in that bat in terms of hitting on that short porch at Yankee Stadium. But all of a sudden, Gary Sanchez has been the hottest hitter in the lineup, so he might sit tonight. So I like where you're going on the under. Any other rationale for you there? No, but you hit on something there. You make a good point with the personal catcher. If you noticed last week, they zoomed in on Cole when uh, Sanchez hit a two-run homer to give them the lead. I think it was in Cole's start, Sanchez pinch hit. And Cole was not – Cole kind of rolled his eyes. He had a look like, oh, no, I guess this guy's going to have to catch me from now on because he's just been hitting the ball so well. He's He's been hitting third the last t- a few times, so it'll be interesting to see the lineup card tonight. Yeah, no, Wes, you make a good point. I'm on the under in this game as well, Will. Uh, Brady Singer has been very good. Florida Gator on the mound for the Kansas. Kansas City Royals and Garrett Cole. So uh, you're on the run line there, Will. How about two to nothing for the final in favor of the Yanks? Will that work for you? It sounds good to me. Anybody for you in the Travelers Championship, the uh, golf tournament following the U.S. Open next up in uh, Cromwell, Connecticut this week, getting underway on Thursday. Yeah, this is right down the road for me. This will be interesting. Uh, a couple guys I'm looking at, Harmon, who's been really consistent, good putter, uh, not long off the tee, but that course doesn't punish that that much. He, he can kind of get away with it on this course in the 30 to one range. Bubba Watson, I believe, has won this tournament a few times. He's down in the 45, 50 to one range. And then Keegan Bradley in the 45 to one range has played well in this tournament. Second last year, I think he's got a top 10. So as always, I'll be reading long shot, listening to long shots, checking out what you guys think. Any of those guys make sense to you? Yeah, yeah, 100%. no, I, I, Bubba has won here before, comes off of uh, Torrey Pines where he played pretty well, has won there before, so no, I, I think all of those guys make sense, absolutely. Bubba's actually one of my guys this week. All right, there you go. You match up with Mr. Reynolds. He's only hit nine futures this year, so uh, that's pretty good. All right, thanks, Will. Have a great day, my friend. Vison.com slash subscribe. See you guys. Thanks. thanks all right, Will. that's one hour in the books. We'll come back on the other side on the Lombardi line.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.